0: I am looking at my computer over here to see if I am live. I am live on Facebook. I am live on Instagram. Happy, happy Tuesday, everyone. It is 1230 p.m. ET, and you have found us here at First Chapter Fun. Hannah-Mary McKinnon and I are so pleased that you have found us yet again on First Chapter Fun, where we bring you every Tuesday at 1230 p.m. ET, here on Instagram and here on Facebook, the first chapter of another wonderful fabulous brilliant new book and today is no exception i am hank Philippi ryan the usa today best-selling author of 13 going on 14 novels of suspense my new book the house guest comes out in two weeks and i am so excited about that and i know Uh, You will be hearing more about that. But today, let me welcome you on behalf of myself and the fabulous Hannah Mary McKinnon, my partner in fictional crime. Welcome you all. Here to first chapter fun. I see the numbers ticking up and up and up here on Facebook and here on Instagram. I see Tracy Dehan who says, Can't wait for your book release. Thank you, Tracy. It's so exciting. And Ginger Kensel is here. That's great. Jen Jumba says, just the nicest first chapter. And we always rely on Jen to give us a little hint of what's coming next. And I'll tell you all in a minute what we're going to be reading. But you know it's one of our favorite authors here on First Chapter Fun. I see Steph is here and Shelley Reads lot. And Jay Alexa is here and Ashley Cobb, SML proofreading, Darlene McElhinney. Oh my golly, you're all here. It's fantastic. And look at the people here on Facebook, Facebook user. And okay, Facebook user says, hi, Hank. Now this means, and you know the drill, you have not allowed StreamYard to use your name. It's way too complicated to do right now. So if you have not allowed StreamYard to use your name, Just put your name in the comments so we will know who you are. For instance, Facebook user says, Hi, Hank and Hannah and Funsters from cloudy southeast Florida. I think that's Renee, but just because we know her. But put your name in the post. And Jill Anderson is here from WBL, which I think we know by now is White Bear Lake, Minnesota. And here is Jill Anderson using her name. Oh, Carla saying, love the house guest. We'll have a little self-promotion here for a minute until we get to our book for the day. Oh, my golly, funsters! we are here today on episode three hundred and twenty. When I go over here, I'm looking at the banners I'm going to change to show you the miraculous number of the day. If you play the lottery, I think this is a number for you. Three hundred and twenty. That's how many episodes of first chapter fun we have had, you know, We're in our third year now, if you can believe it, on First Chapter Fun, Hannah-Mary McKinnon, our darling partner in crime who is up in Canada and I am in Boston, started First Chapter Fund at the beginning of the pandemic. You know this. And so many of you have been with us in this new First Chapter Fund community from the beginning. We welcome you newcomers too. every day to hear as reads a lot and Jen Jumbo, who was here from the start. Becky Stu, Sue Epstein is here and Sharon Bishop. Can't wait to see you celebrate 444. And of course, Hannah Mary McKinnon is here on Instagram and here on Facebook. Oh my golly, look at all of you. When I look over here, I am looking at the comments. (laughs) And it's so much fun to see Linda Olds Burrell and Stephanie Kiesling. And Grace is saying, happy FCF Tuesday, everyone. Grace has been here from moment one. And we welcome each and every one of you to the Funster family. Hannah and I are here because of you. I mean, you know that because of you and because of our complete delight in sharing new books with you and that is what we're doing today when I look over here I'm looking at the time because I don't want to use up all the time in the ado before we do what we do for you which is read your first chapters but I do want to give I want to make sure that you hear the first sort of chapterette and prologue of the book that we are reading today and you all are going to be so thrilled about this One of our favorites here on First Chapter Fun, look who we have, Mary Kubica and just the nicest couple. Is this the most, I don't know, sinister cover you've ever seen? Because it's a beautiful neighborhood. And that's what Mary Kubica writes about people just like us. If we're lucky in beautiful neighborhoods with lovely neighbors and who knows what goes on behind those windows and that's what we're going to be hearing about today here on instagram and here on facebook on this edition episode 320 of first chapter fun outside here in boston it is pouring down snow it is snowing like crazy in boston you know when the when the snow is so big that it just slushes off the trees, that is what it's like here in Boston. Um, It's kind of beautiful if you don't have to go outside. So I hope the weather where you all are is just as pretty and nice and safe. I hope you are safe um, from whatever is outside your doors because right here you are safe on this edition, number 320 of First Chapter Fun. If you have missed any of the other 319 episodes, you can find every single one of them on three places. Here on Facebook, you can find them in videos or media or whatever they've decided to call it these days. Here on Instagram, it's on our videos. And if you're just walking around with your phone or your laptop, you can now find First Chapter Fun on Spotify. This is Anna Mary McKinnon's brilliant idea, and it is so much fun to listen to First Chapter Fun on Spotify. So all of you who are already aficionados of First Chapter Fun here on Facebook and here on Instagram, you can also go to Spotify or if you have a pal who isn't quite comfortable with Facebook or Instagram quite yet, point them to Spotify and you'll be able to introduce them to 320 new first chapters of wonderful new books. And we are so pleased that you were with us today for that. Let me just see who else has joined. Look at the, I'm just going, when I do this, I'm going through. Uh, Michael Regenberg is here. Good luck on your books. Michael Regenberg has a great book that she's working on. Can't wait for you to read that someday. Janet Hopes is here. Marie Sutro says, Such an intriguing cover. And yes, it is. It is a, this is an instant New York Times bestseller. The book comes out and the, the week that it comes out, whoop. It's on the New York Times bestseller list. I've got to tell you all from an author's point of view, this is what we long for. This is what we hope for, that our book will be an instant New York Times bestseller. And this is absolutely deserving of that. Mary Kubica's just the nicest couple. Marina Field says, love this, Hank. So exciting. Marina is here today, as of all of you. And that is marvelous. A Facebook user is saying, oh, Margaret Lang says, Whoopi Radio called in a USO this morning, an unidentified sunny object. Yes, indeed. Sometimes that feels like what it is. You walk outside and think, what is that? What is that yellow thing in the sky? And it's the sun. And it's so joyous to see that. Um, we, have, we have a wonderful book for you today. And it is time for me to formally put up the banner that tells you what this is. We are reading Just the Nicest Couple by Mary Kubica. And Mary is giving away a beaut, not this one. I'm keeping this one. You know, I'm keeping this book, you all. Mary is giving away and her wonderful publisher Park Row is giving away a copy of Just the Nicest Couple. But here is the caveat. all It's only on Facebook, only on Facebook. But that's okay, because you Instagram users, stay right there for the reading stay right where you are instagram users and enjoy the first chapter uh, est chapter s chapter esque type thing section i'll call them we have to think of a word for these because mary has cleverly not made chapters in just the nicest couple it's sort of by point of view nina's point of view and christian's point of view in just the nicest couple and you will hear what I'm talking about in a minute anyway if you would love to win a copy of just the nicest couple and of course you would who wouldn't want to after the show is over all of you on Instagram just hustle on over to the mothership on Facebook and leave a question or a comment before midnight ET, before midnight ET. Leave a question or a comment before midnight ET. All of you already on Facebook, you are in the right place for the giveaway. Leave a question or a comment or just applause or general appreciation and joy for the fabulous Mary Kubica, who is with us today on Instagram and with us today on Facebook. And she will be answering your questions and she will be seeing each and every one of your little names. And it is so wonderful. I have to say, you know, the names are so tiny, but it's such a joy because we know that each of you is behind those names and it just couldn't be more fun. Hannah and I always come to look to see who, you know, it's really difficult to look at all the comments. Here's Diane Dick and Catherine Olson and Shelley Gage, Margaret Lang. Dual POV is always interesting, says Facebook user. And Emily says, chapters of point of view is fine with me. Just want some awesome thrillers. And that is what we are having on Mary Kubica's Just the Nicest couple. And Steph Kiesling says, thank you, Mary Kubica. And Shelley says, of course, we'd love to win. Of course, you'd love to win. Because this is, I stayed up way too late reading Just the Nicest Couple, I can, I can tell you. But that's what we live for, isn't it? When you find one of those books that just gives you goosebumps and shivers, um, and you just can't wait to find out what happens next. And that is exactly what the New York Times instant bestseller, just the Nicest Couple by Mary Kubica. Mark, Barbara Plishka Wojcik says, ooh, a little late, but hopefully I made it in time. Never too late on First Chapter Fun. Never too late to join us on First Chapter Fun. The fabulous Hannah-Mary McKinnon and I welcome all of you to today's session. So have I forgotten anything? Welcome to you all. We love you. New book today, Just the Nicest Couple by Mary Kubica. You can find us on video, right here on Instagram, right here on Facebook, and on Spotify. Mary Kubica is giving away a copy of Just the Nicest Couple to one lucky commenter on Facebook. Darling Hannah, have I forgotten anything? Darling Funsters, have I forgotten to tell you anything? Jen Jemma says, I wouldn't have thought it was a sinister cover. Then seeing Mary's name, I had to reconsider. Oh, yeah. Is that sunrise or sunset? do you think? And certainly that is a moment of change, isn't it? Whether it's sunrise or sunset, something is about to happen. Something is about to be revealed or something is about to be hidden. And that is what happens in a thriller. There is a moment of conflict. There is a moment of change. There is a moment when something is about to happen and we're going to find out what it is. Facebook user says, Mary Kubica's books are always great. Looking forward to reading just the nicest couple. Thank you so much. Let us know who you are. If you haven't, if you haven't allowed StreamYard to use your name and Hannah will put in the, what do you call those things? Comments? (laughs) How you do that if you want to, but don't bother with it right now. You can do it the next time because right now I'm going to tell you a little bit about Mary Kubica and then we'll get right to reading the first section Of Just the Nicest Couple. So, are you ready for this? Are you ready to hear this? I cannot wait to read it to you. But first, let me switch over the banner to let you know what it is. And then I'll tell you a little bit about Mary Kubica and a little bit about the book. And then I'll read you the first section of Just the Nicest Couple. Are you cozy? Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Okay. Mary Kubica is a New York Times bestselling author of thrillers, including The Good Girl, The Other Misses, and Local Woman Missing. Her books have been translated into more than 30 languages and have sold over 2 million copies worldwide. 2 million copies, that's fabulous. She's been described as a hell of a storyteller by Kirkus, a writer of vice-like control by the Chicago Tribune, and her novels have been praised as hypnotic by People Magazine and illuminating by the LA Times. She lives outside of Chicago with her husband and children. Her newest book, Just the Nicest Couple, is an instant New York Times bestseller. And we are so thrilled that Mary is joining us today here on Facebook and here on Instagram. So just let her know how much you love her and how much you love her books. And you will be entered to win a copy of Just the Nicest Couple uh, donated by Mary herself and by her fabulous publisher, Park Row Books. This book came out, as I said, January the 10th from Park Row, an instant New York Times bestseller. I cannot say that enough. And I imagine Mary cannot hear that enough since that is just the absolute greatest thing. So what is Just the Nicest Couple about? Let me tell you that now. A Husband's Disappearance Links two Couples in This Twisty Thriller, and Mary has said it's interesting because there are lots of books about women disappearing, and she wondered what it would be like to write a book about the husband who disappears, a man who disappears, which I think is really intriguing. I hadn't thought about that, but yes, indeed, it is more likely in a book that the woman disappears, and Mary has taken her own path, and we are happy that she did that. So... Jake Hayes is missing, this much is certain. At first, his wife Nina thinks he is blowing off steam at a friend's house after their heated fight the night before. But then a day goes by, two days, five, and Jake is still nowhere to be found. Lily Scott, Nina's friend and coworker, thinks she may have been the last to see Jake before he went missing. After Lily confesses everything to her husband, Christian, the two decide that nobody can find out what happened leading up to Jake's disappearance, especially not Nina. But Nina is out there looking for her husband, and she won't stop until the truth is uncovered. Okay, so you see the setup now, the instant, instant conflict and the instant lying and the instant duplicity and the instant decisions that are getting made for better or for worse. And it is absolutely fascinating. So let me read you the prologue and then the first section of Christian's point of view from just the nicest couple. And here is the prologue. I gasp and stagger backward. My hand goes to my mouth, bearing down. My brain screams at me to run, run. I can't at first, shock and fear hold me captive. They keep me from moving like a ship that's dropped anchor. I'm moored to the spot, my eyes gaping in disbelief. My breath quickens and I feel the flailing of my heartbeat in my neck, my throat and in my ears. Run, my brain screams at me, go fucking run. There is movement on the ground before me. The sound that comes with it is something heathen and raging. Some part of me knows that if I don't go now, I may never leave this place alive. I turn away. It's instantaneous. One minute I'm unmoving and the next I'm moving so fast that the world comes at me in vague shapes and colors, streaks of brown and blue and green. I barely feel the movement of my legs and my feet as I run. I don't feel the impact of my shoes colliding with the earth, moving quickly across it. I don't look back, though I want more than anything to steal a look, to know that I'm alone, that I'm not being followed. But I don't look, it's too risky. Looking back would cost precious seconds that I don't know that I have. If I do, those seconds could be my last. Sounds come, but I'm so disoriented that I don't know where they come from. Is it only my pulse? the rush of blood in my ears, or is someone there? I feel something tangible against my hair and then my spine, my back arches. I jerk away, pitching forward, landing hard on my hands and knees. The world stops moving. I have only two thoughts at that moment, staying alive and that this isn't the way it was supposed to happen. And now, Christian. Lily is sitting on the leather chair in the family room when I come in. Her back is to me. I see her from behind, just her long brown hair spilling down the back of the chair. She stares toward the TV on the opposite wall, but the TV is off. It's just a black box. And in it, I see a murky reflection of Lily on the screen, though I can't tell if her eyes are open or shut. Hey, I say, coming in through the garage door, closing it lightly and stepping out of my shoes. I set my phone and keys on the counter and then ask, how was your day? It's getting dark in the house. Out the window, the sun is about to set. Lily hasn't bothered with the lights, and so the inside of the house is colorless and gray. We face east. Any pretty sunset is the other way. You can't see it from here, even if there is one. Lily says nothing back. She must have fallen asleep sitting upright in the chair. It wouldn't be the first time. She's been extremely tired lately. The pregnancy is getting the best of her, not to mention that she's on her feet teaching all day. These two things in combination exhaust her. It used to be that Lily would be in the kitchen cooking dinner when I got home, but these last few weeks, she comes home from work ready to drop. I don't mind that she's not cooking. I've never been the kind of person to need a home-cooked meal after work, but that's the way Lily was raised. Her mother did it for her father, so she thinks she should do it for me. She's been apologetic that she hasn't had it in her to cook dinner, but she's been queasy too, and the last thing she needs to be doing is cooking for me. I called from the car and ordered takeout already. It will be here any minute. I step quietly into the family room. I come around to the other side of Lily to face her. She isn't asleep like I thought. Her eyes are open, but her expression is blank. Her skin looks gray, washed out like the room, and I blame the poor lighting. Lily's head turns. She looks up at me as if in slow motion. Hey, I say again, gently, smiling. You okay? Did I wake you? I flip on a side table light and she winces from the brightness of it, her eyes taking time to adjust. I apologize for realizing that her pale face had nothing to do with the lack of light. In the warmth of the lamp's glow, I see that Lily's hair is wet. She wears maroon colored joggers and a sweatshirt. She's showered and changed since coming home, which is more than she usually does. Usually she falls flat on the couch and doesn't leave until it's time to go to bed. I drop to my knees in front of her. I reach forward and run a hand the length of her hair. You look exhausted, babe. Do you just want to go to bed? I can help you up. Takeout should be here soon. I'll bring it up to the room for you when it gets here. Lily blinks three times as if to clear the fog. She finds her voice. It's husky at first, dry, like after a day of shouting at a football game, which is not that different than a day of teaching rowdy high school kids math. "'No,' she says, shaking her head. "'I'm fine, just tired. "'It was a long day.' "'You sure? "'I wouldn't mind dinner in bed myself. "'I had a long day, too, "'but it doesn't seem right to compare them "'when only one of us has another human "'growing inside of them. "'That sounds messy,' she says. "'I promise I'll be neat.' "'Lily smiles, and my heart melts. "'I love it when she smiles at me. "'When are you ever neat?' never i say feeling better if she can still poke fun at me i've done my research on pregnancy and childbirth i've read that the fatigue women feel during the first trimester is maybe the most tired they'll feel in their whole lives growing a human is exhausting caring for one is too but we're not there yet you need anything i ask, and she shakes her head takeout comes i convince lily to come sit on the couch with me where we both fit We watch TV, and as we do, I ask her about her day, and she asks me about mine. She's quieter than usual tonight. I do most of the talking. I'm a market research analyst, while Lily teaches high school algebra. We met in college over our shared love of math. When we tell people that, it makes them laugh. We're math nerds. When it's time for bed, Lily goes up to the room before me. From downstairs, I hear the sink run as she washes up. I clean up from dinner. I throw the takeout containers in the trash. There's a package waiting on the front porch. I step outside to get it where the night is dark, though the sky is clear. It must be a new moon. Lily is standing at the top of the stairs when I come back in. She's there in the upstairs hall, standing in the back backlit by the bedroom light. Gone are the maroon sweats she wore earlier. She has on my flannel shirt now. Her legs are bare, one foot balanced on the other. Her hair is pulled back, her face still wet from washing it. Don't forget to lock the door, she says down over the railing, patting her face dry with the towel. I wouldn't have forgotten to lock the door. I never do. It's not like Lily to remind me. I turn away from her, making sure the storm door is shut and locked, and then I push the front door closed and lock the deadbolt, too. Our house sits on a large lot. It's old on the outside, but has a completely revamped modern interior. It boasts things like a wraparound porch, beamed ceilings, a brick fireplace, which Lily fell in love with the first time we saw it. I knew I couldn't say no, despite the price, as well as the more modern amenities of a subject zero fridge, stainless steel appliances, heated floors, and a large soaker tub that I was more enthusiastic about. The house is aesthetically pleasing, to say the least, but with an enormous amount of curb appeal. It practically broke the bank to buy, but felt worth it at the time, even if it meant being poor for a while. In the backyard, the river runs along a far edge of the property bound by a public hiking and biking trail. We were worried about a lack of privacy when we first moved in because of the trail. The trail brought pedestrians to us, strangers, people just passing by. For most of the year, it's not a problem. The leaves on the trees provide plenty of privacy. It's only when they fall that we're more exposed. But the views of the river are worth it for that small sacrifice. Done, I tell her about the locks. And she asks then if I set the alarm. We've lived here for years and hardly ever set the alarm. I'm taken aback that she would ask. Is everything okay, I ask. Lily says, yes, fine. She says we have an alarm. We pay for it. We might as well use it. She isn't wrong. It's just that she's never wanted to before. I set the alarm. I make my way around the first floor, turning off lights. It takes a minute. When I'm done, I climb the stairs for the bedroom. Lily has the lights off in the room now. She stands at the window in the dark with her back to the door. She's splitting the blinds apart with her fingers and is looking out into the dark night. I come quietly into the room. I sidle up behind Lily, settling my hand on the small of her back and asking, what are you looking at? As I lean forward to set my chin on her shoulder to see what she sees. Suddenly, Lily rears back away from the window. She drops the blinds. They clamor shut. I've scared her. Instinctively, her hands rise up in self-defense as if to strike me. I pull back, ducking before I get hit. Whoa there, Rocky, I say, reaching for her arms. Lily's hands and arms remain motionless suspended in air shit sorry she says knowing how close she came to impact the realization startles us both what was that i ask as i gently lower lily's arms lily isn't usually so jumpy i've never seen that kind of reaction from her she says i didn't know it was you who did you think it was i ask as a joke she and i are the only ones here Lily doesn't answer directly instead she says I didn't hear you come up the stairs I thought you were still downstairs that doesn't explain it what are you looking at I ask again gazing past her for the window I thought I heard something outside she says like what she says she doesn't know just something we stand quiet listening It's silent at first, but then I hear the voices of kids rising up from somewhere outside. They're laughing, and I know there are teenagers clowning around on the trail again. It wouldn't be the first time. They never do anything too bad, but we found cigarette butts and empty bottles of booze. I don't get mad about it. I was a stupid teenager once. I did worse. I go to the bed. I pull the blankets back. It's just dumb kids, Lily. There's nothing to be afraid of. Come to bed, I say. But even as she turns away from the window and slips under the sheets with me, I sense Lily's hesitation, she's not so sure. (laughs) You all, how, I mean, do you see how on the outside, that is just a story of a husband and wife and the wife seems a little off. But every single thing in that section Means something. Every single thing is a clue to character and plot and motivation and personality and relationships and conflict. It sounds so normal on the outside, but it is so sinister on the inside. Yes, Facebook user is saying, Facebook user is saying, wow, it's, it's not letting me show your comments. Facebook user, w- many applauses and hearts. Leisha is saying, wow, I am loving it. Julie is saying, can you, how can you stop now? Mary Alicia, ooh, <laughs> the, the comments are coming in so fast. This is like whack-a-mole to try to grab the comments. Celebrate444 says, wow, this starts so amazing. Ashley Cobb says, wonderful reading, Hank, thank you. Jen Jumba says, on the edge of my seat. Books and Rose All Day says, wow, love it. Isn't this amazing? Look at all of you. Ginger Kensal says, love it. (laughs) This is, how can you stop now? Says Julie, can't wait to read. Says Kathy, hooked for sure at the first chapter. Absolutely. So I'm looking at the clock. We're running out of time. Oh my golly. Mary Kubica, just the nicest couple. Mary, you surely hit the ground running, says Helene. And Donna says, another book to add to my endless TBR. Steph Kiesling says, wow, love it. Yes, we do. We all love it. We all love Mary Kubica and Just the Nicest Couple. And what a joy to read it to you today. That absolutely riveting and engaging Christian's point of view. And now thinking back on that prologue, who was that? Whose point of view was that prologue? When will we find out? And what happened? What happens to just the nicest couple? Alicia says, I love the book cover. Just the nicest couple. Oh, we're running out of time. We have one minute. So let me just say what Mary always says about just the nicest couple. Does it mean only the nicest couple gets something? Or does it mean what we say when something terrible happens? Oh, they were just the nicest couple isn't that perfect? Isn't that perfect? Just the Nicest Couple by Mary Kubica. If you do not, if you are not the winner of Just the Nicest Couple, and we will choose a a commenter at random from Facebook before midnight tonight. If you are not the winner, run, run, run right now and get a copy of Just the Nicest Couple and then clear your calendars because you will not be able to put it down. Quickly before we go, this is going to be the weirdest thing I've ever said here on First Chapter Fun. Next Tuesday, please join us for, <laughs> for The House Guest by Hank Philippi Ryan. <laughs> Hank Phillippe Ryan told me personally that she is very eager for you to hear this first chapter and very eager for you to learn all about The House Guest, which just got a star review from Library Journal calling it binge-worthy. So I love that. And Publishers Weekly said, Ryan is a master of suspense. So maybe we will add that. To our first chapter fun swag. Anyway, next Tuesday, 12:30 p.m. ET. Please, please, please be there for the house guest. And of course, we will have giveaways today. We are so grateful to Mary Kubica for joining us for just the nicest couple. I will the house guest next week. Says Alicia. Oh my golly, woohoo! Says Grace. I am feeling a little woohoo myself. I really have to say. Um, um, oh, look at all of you. Yes, AJ Fotheringham says, creepy feelings. Mary Kubica says, love the comments. So fun to see inside a reader's head. We agree. Hannah Mary McKinnon and I agree with you. So much fun to see inside a reader's head and so much fun to read these first chapters out loud to you. We will do it every Tuesday at 1230pm ET right here on Facebook, right here on Instagram on First Chapter Fun. And that is our time for today. You know what I'm going to say, say it with me, stay safe, stay kind, and we will see you next time. Love you so much.